Welcome to Find Yourself Healthy. My name is Chelsea Marie, personal trainer, professional model, and nutritionist. On each episode, I have an inspiring person or message to motivate and educate you on your journey of true health, your nutrition, and fitness, so you too can find yourself healthy. Let the journey begin. Chelsea Marie on this episode, and I'm going to be going over a serious topic, Alzheimer's or also known as memory loss. So a lot of us have to deal with it, um, you know, as parents get older or, you know, worrying about if you're getting older and that can be happening to you. So I'm going to be going over some surprising causes that do cause it that you can be watching out for and prevent. And then I'm also going to go over some remedies for you. So if you have any loved ones or anything like that, bring them onto this episode, have them listen to it, or just go ahead and give them the advice as well so they can start using something and healing themselves from this issue. Unfortunately, it's no secret that as we age, memory tends to get lost or intertwined. But age itself is not the reason why this is happening. There's other reasons out there that has been traced, such as like hormonal changes, inflammation, exposure to toxins, and mercury that has been causing this. And so that's why I want to go more into depth with so you can understand. So one of the first things that I'm going to be talking about is hormones and how this affects memory loss. So testosterone and also estrogen. So for lower testosterone, After a man reaches about age 30, his testosterone starts to decrease and it starts to fall. It's been known that levels drop about 1% each year. So at least 30% of men in their 70s are what's called hypogonadal. And it's very low testosterone. That's what it's basically is and known as. Um, So low testosterone, it increases the death of brain cells. It's also been linked to increase what's called amyloid B, which are proteins that are associated with the Alzheimer's disease and also dementia. So if you're not sure where your testosterone level is at, you can do saliva tests or blood tests at your doctor's office to make sure you are at good levels. Um, If you do have low testosterone, there's creams out there that your doctor may recommend that you could be using. Um, Also, deer antler is more of a natural remedy, and you can take it, you know, capsule, or you can take it as like a little dropper under the tongue, and that helps increase testosterone. So that's more of a natural source. And it has been shown that men that do have low testosterone, once they start taking action of this and improving their testosterone levels, their memories have increased as well. So that can help um, with if you're dealing with low testosterone. So that can go with females as well. It's not just per, um, pertaining to the male, but also issues with low estrogen can cause issues when it comes to mental health. So that's what I'm going to get into next. So when menopause starts to happen or after menopause, you also, you typically hear females talking about brain fog. Well, this is also what can be causing issues when it comes to Alzheimer's, dementia, and things like that. So when low estrogen happens, the brain is affected. 
So estrogen, it conducts a chemical signal through what's called the hippocampus in other areas of the brain. So when declining levels of estrogen occur, which is like when women are going through menopause, declining levels of estrogen typically occur, and that is when the cell is affected. So the signal is not as strong. So it's been shown that when you start adding supplements or medication that can help improve your estrogen levels again, it's been shown that it can help with the risk of Alzheimer's disease by up to 54%. So if you're struggling with any hormone imbalances, low estrogen or low testosterone, make sure to get on something that can be helping you. Another issue that has been shown and linking to this is low thyroid, also known as hypothyroid. So this is the thyroid hormone, and when people are typically lower in it, it's been known to cause memory loss. Now, you can overcome hypothyroid. I had this issue when I was young, like around 19 in college, actually, I was diagnosed with hypothyroid. And I decided to go the holistic route, so I said no to all the medication, and I started taking iodine, because iodine will help increase the thyroid hormone. Um, you can do like a supplement like Dulce or foods that are closer to the ocean. They contain more th um, iodine in them. So such thing as like pineapple or seafood, those are good to be having in your diet. I also had a client that was low in um, thyroid hormone as well, so he had hypothyroid, and I told him to, you know, get on dose, and I got him a few medications, and he actually healed himself as well from hypothyroid. So all this stuff, you can heal yourself from it, but you have to take action. So make sure to, you know, check out your hormones daily. I mean, sorry, not daily, but yearly. Go to the doctor, get your checkup, and if there is an issue, just reach out to a health somebody that has is a health practitioner and can help heal you. I recommend going the holistic route, just because when you do go the medical route, they're giving you medication. And so that's something you have to know about as well, that a lot of medication can link to other diseases. And I'm not a person that likes man-made things. I like to go back to the natural roots. I mean, it's here for a purpose and it's here to heal you. Whereas something that's made in a chemical lab, you don't know exactly what it is. There's also foods out there that can help increase testosterone or increase estrogen. So be sure to, you know, do your research if you're having one of these issues. Um, so if you have hypothyroid, low, low thyroid hormone, um, a diet with high um, vitamin Bs, so like from meats, whole grains, things like that. Um, also, vitamin A is really good. So brightly colored produce such as carrots, um, Tomatoes, things like that will help with your thyroid production and, and making sure you're taking the intake of iodine. It's also very, very important when it comes to that. Circulation. Circulation is another issue that has been linked to memory loss, dementia, and Alzheimer's. So if you have high cholesterol or cardiovascular risk, or maybe you've smoked or have high blood pressure or you sit a lot throughout the day or overweight, then you probably are having some type of lower circulation issues. So you want to make sure you're getting the circulation going. So cardio can help. 
If you're sitting a lot throughout a job, make sure you just kind of get up, move your legs around, go to the bathroom, get up every so often to get that circulation going. This helps get um, reduced like plaque in the arteries. It helps bring back blood flow to the brain and oxygen. It helps get everything going again and circulating. And that is also just a great tip when it comes to weight loss if you're looking for weight loss. But if you know that you're having low circulation, things to do, um, exercise. So get on a routine where you are exercising. Um, do not be smoking. Try a more of a Mediterranean style diet. So this features a lot of fruits, vegetables, and grains. Um, there's been a study out there that people who have followed a Mediterranean diet were 28% less likely to develop mild cognitive impairment and 48% were less likely to get Alzheimer's disease. So other things that can help with it are going to be foods that are high in fiber. Oatmeal, beans, bananas, nuts are things like are high in fiber, or you can also just take a fiber supplement to help. Another thing that has been shown to link to Alzheimer's the exposure of mercury. This has been getting more and more known with all of the leakage that's been going on in Japan. It's been, you know, infecting the fish and what we're doing, but we're exposed to mercury all the time. And that's what people don't realize. It's actually present in our soil. So if you're planting foods, it can be in there. Um, it's present in a water supply, some foods out there, and a lot of fish, unfortunately. It's actually also found in dental fillings. So over time, mercury can cause inflammation and oxidative stress on the brain, which causes damage to the neurotransmitters that are essential for memory and brain function. So you could get tested for mercury or heavy metals in the body. But typically, the way society is, most of the tests will be positive only after, you know, long-term exposure. So I just advise to reduce exposure long before it's going to even show up on any tests. So just kind of be smart of what you're eating, what your, your environment surroundings are, and try to eliminate mercury. Um, if you have a dental filling made with what's called amalgam, Consider replacing it with fillings made from plastic or other materials. So you might want to, you know, ask your dentist about that or just keep that in mind. So, you know, if you have any kids that are needing dental fillings. Um, you can avoid eating fish like swordfish, shark, marlin, ahi tuna, tilefish, because they tend to accumulate more mercury. And also just canned food as well. So those are things to start taking precaution of, you know, your hormone level, your thyroid level, your circulation, and your exposure to mercury, because all of them link to memory loss. Now, if you are suffering memory loss, now I'm going to be getting into holistic remedies. Tips to help with memory loss or dementia if you're going through this. One thing is to balance your blood sugar level. So having a low glycemic diet is going to help with this. So to do that, you would want to eliminate any junk foods, any foods that like um, a lot of sugars that are going to be spiking your, your glycemic index. 
So this would be, you know, sugars, junk food, uh, unhealthy carbs. So foods to be having are going to be healthy carbs like a sweet potato or yam, oatmeal, brown rice, things like that. That's going to help keep a low glycemic diet along with a lot of greens and vegetables. Exercising daily. So this helps with oxygen and that circulation, getting it going. Um, even just a 30-minute walk can help. Um, take time to just relax with like yoga, meditation, um, another thing that's called biofeedback. So this is working on brain functioning and deep breathing. There's a lot of meditation music out there and um, also alternatives to just overall thinking that can help get the brain flowing in a good exercise for it. Making sure you're taking a mold, multivitamin or mineral supplement and also an omega-3 fat supplement. This is very good for brain functioning. Some other good vitamins to make sure you're having is gonna be vitamin B6, vitamin B12, and folate, and then a vitamin D. All those help with it. Um, anything that you need to be taking to you know, treat thyroid or your hormones, if you do have anything out of whack, make sure you're getting on that. Um, if you're not sure about mercury, you can always go through a mercury detoxification program. A lot of these are going to be like a high green detox program. For a diet, I would switch to a Mediterranean diet since this has been shown to shrink Alzheimer's and help with it. Um, so Mediterranean diet, that includes a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables, especially leafy greens like spinach, kale, and then non-starchy vegetables like eggplant, cauliflower, artichokes, tomato, sorry, tomatoes. Those are good to have in the diet. Um, olive oil is very good for it. Nuts and seeds like almonds, sesame seeds, legumas, beans, especially like lentils, chickpeas, which chickpeas, if you don't know, it's also um, what's used to make hummus. So if you like hummus, that'd be a great thing to be having as a snack. Use a lot of herbs and spices like oregano, rosemary, parsley, spices that are natural coming from the earth. Um, healthy whole grains, eating like things for protein, such as wild caught fish, seafood, high quality pastries, such as eggs, cheese, goat meal. Um, red meat, you would want to kind of watch that, reduce it if possible. Uh, plenty of fresh water daily. You could add tea in there as well to help with as an antioxidant. And then a high quality probiotic. You could use yogurt or just use a supplement for it as well. All right, next thing I'm going to tell you, do not judge me on this. Um, in a bad way or not, but it has been shown to help Alzheimer's um, marijuana. And I actually know somebody that does work in the medical marijuana industry, and they have seen patients that are struggling with this and healing off of it. So the plant compounds appear to block the disease by easing cellular inflammation and removing toxins. Um, so it removes what's called a toxic 
amyloid protein on the brain cell. So it's been linked to help with Alzheimer's and dementia. So that is another alternative. Um, I know it's becoming more and more legal in states in some countries. So if it's not at this time, don't worry about it. But if you do have that option, you could always try it out because it has been linked to help. Then foods you for sure want to avoid. Processed foods, alcohol, tap water, sugar, refined grains, and then food packages that are in aluminum. These are very key to be avoiding. Um, supplements that you want to be having as well. Um, CQ10 helps with it, and so at least 200 milligrams daily. An antioxidant supplement will help too. So this helps prevent with free radicals, but it can really help with that brain fog. Um, some oils, rosemary oil is great to be having. So you can, you know, put this either in a drink if it is, um, you have to look, some brands are different. Some are just more for topical use. Some are for internal use. So look into that um, depending on the brand that you use. But rosemary, sorry, ugh. Rosemary oil is really good for it, and then also frankincense oil. And so um, if it's not internally, things you can do is take some, pat it on your skin. Um, the feet and the hands are extremely important. Um, there's a lot of different points in there. So like if you get out of the shower, that, right after that would be a great time to be doing it. Um, putting it in a diffuser and just making sure you're bringing it in every single day. Um, if you're sitting like at a desk, that diffuser could be going on. One thing that I like to do is I like to have my diffuser near my bed and then I'll just put the essential oils in there with water and then I'm breathing it in all night and it's wonderful when you wake up. So that's a great thing to be doing. Some herbs out there. So this is probably my favorite one um, and my number one go-to when people are having an issue, ginkgo. So ginkgo leaf. It's one of the oldest living species of a tree. Um, and it's been used in the Chinese medicine, but it's been proven to help increase blood circulation and improve memory in patients suffering from dementia. So it enhances the mental performance and boosts the memory functioning of the brain cells. It contains what's called flavonoids and terpenoids, and these are believed to neutralize free radicals. So if you're having free radical issues, it can help and um, just prevent any issues as well when it comes to memory loss. Um, a lot of patients that are having glaucoma or macular degeneration, tinnitus, uh, Alzheimer's, dementia, putting them on ginkgo has proven to help them. Um, it's recommended at least 120 milligrams. You can take it as a tablet, capsule, liquid, or it's also been made out of tea as well. Another herb that I would recommend if you're having issues is ginseng. So it's been used in Chinese medicine to treat several diseases, especially aging and memory loss. Um, it's also helped been effective with recovering memory after stroke patients. So if you know anybody going through that, I think a lot of these things I'm going through over 
this podcast can also help with if you know something that's having a stroke and now they're struggling with memory. I would definitely get them on all of this stuff. Um, ginseng, it's also an energy booster. So it helps decrease the blood pressure. It helps anyone that has the headaches, insomnia, tremors, and it has been improving concentration. And that as well can be made out of organic teas, or you can just find it as an herb, um, like as in a capsule or tablet form. So that's recommended at least 120 milligrams and can vary depending on the reason you're taking the herb. But those are herbs I would be for sure having on a daily basis, no matter what. Um, I would start doing all of the activities that I just recommended. If you're struggling with these issues or if you know somebody that is, recommend them to this. I do help people out with holistic issues if they're dealing with anything. So please reach out or I would love to recommend some people as well that can help heal them. So I hope that helps give you an idea if you know anybody that's struggling with this or a loved one that they can overcome this, they can prevent it, and they can improve it. Thanks for being a part of Find Yourself Healthy. We're here to help you along your way. Remember to sign up for our newsletter or the nutrition and fitness plan that is right for you by visiting our website, www.findyourselfhealthy.com. See you on the next episode.